some uh, really interesting news on the EV front, the electrical vehicle front. Here's our friend Kenneth Bocour, host of the EV Revolution show on YouTube. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. Kenneth, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Good afternoon, Jeff. Happy New Year to you, too. Thanks for having me. All right. Appreciate you being here as always. I want to talk about this announcement from Chevy yesterday at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Kenneth, they introduced, they unveiled their brand new EV pickup truck. And this thing, it sold out within minutes? It did, yeah. It's fascinating the way things are going, Jeff. And I'm actually calling 2022 the year of the EV. You're going to see all kinds of announcements and releases coming out. Yeah, the initial run of the uh, Silverado EV, which is their top-line trim, their RST trim, sold out on the online reservations in about 12 minutes. Now, that's for the U.S. Uh, I don't have the time frame. It took the Canadian one to sell out. But when I checked this morning, it, too, was uh, closed for uh, new reservations of that model. And remember, this is their top spec model, which is $105,000 US or listing at just under $120,000 Canadian. Okay, so a $100,000 vehicle, a six-figure pickup truck that sells out within <laughs> minutes, like just over 10 minutes. What does this tell us about uh, you know EVs moving forward here? Obviously, automakers, they're not gonna have too much uh, problem, not many problems, too much trouble convincing people, I guess, to buy EVs. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that switch over. You're absolutely correct. And, you know, the pickup truck market, as we've discussed before, Jeff, is and the SUV side as well, is a hot, hot marketplace, right? They're the number one selling vehicles in North America. Uh, on the pickup truck side, Ford with the 150 is the leader. Uh, and uh, Chevy uh, with the Silverado is in second place. You know, I don't have the final numbers for 2021, but it uh, looks like Chevy's going to sell about 600,000 of their gas units uh, for last year. So you know, it's a big seller for them, and I think folks are waking up to see the true value that electrified products can bring them in the lower maintenance and the power and torque and all the capabilities that EVs have um, now much more into the mainstream. Okay, talk to us a bit more, if you can, about that power, that uh, mm -hmm. torque when it comes to something like the Silverado or any other EV pickup truck. Does it deliver the same sort of a performance that uh, people are used to from a pickup truck and the sort of demands that they might have from a vehicle like that? It absolutely does. I mean, you know, EVs give you instantaneous torque, as you know, if you step on the accelerator, you go. And, you know, with the, the various electric motors that are out there, in this case, both versions of the Silverado have uh, dual motors. Uh, so there's a work truck version, which will be aimed more at the, the lower end and the fleet capabilities. And it only has 510 horsepower and 615 pound-feet of torque. But this RST trim that sold out yesterday has 664 horsepower and 780 pound-feet of torque. And it's the torque that's important because it not only gets you from zero to 60 in about four and a half seconds. This is a pickup truck. I mean, those are crazy times. But also, people buy pickup trucks for towing and payload capabilities. And these things really check off those boxes where you're getting in, you know, up to about 10,000 pounds of trailering and towing capabilities and 12 to 1,300 pounds for payloads. Okay, so you're not uh, sacrificing anything when it comes to power, when it comes to torque. Uh, what about range on something like a pickup truck, an EV pickup truck? This is something you and I have talked about before when it mm. comes to smaller cars, like, say, the Tesla Model 3. I mean, now we're talking bigger vehicles, SUVs, pickup trucks. What's the range when it comes to these EV pickups? Very capable. You know, their GM is estimating a 400-mile range. I didn't do the conversion to, to kilometers, but... 
you know, certainly well over five to 600 kilometer ranges on these. These are the, the new Silverado all electric are based on GM's Altium platform, which is a ground up design platform. It's not taking an internal combustion vehicle platform and electrifying it. These are optimized as EVs. Therefore, they've got big batteries, optimum range, a really efficient use of the powertrain components to be able to give you lots of miles and fast charging capabilities so that you can go and get about 10 to 80 percent and probably somewhere in the area of 20 to 25 minutes. All right. I just did the conversion. 400 miles, by the way, is nearly 650 kilometers. So that that's pretty good, isn't it? Pretty good range when it comes to EVs. Absolutely is. Yep. Yeah. Do you think or do we know, is it going to take longer to charge a battery on a pickup truck than it would any other sort of EV or, or car? Well, it obviously depends on the size of the battery, depends on the state of charge when you start the charge, depends on the outside temperatures. On days like today where it's minus 10, minus 20 with wind chills, it is going to be a little bit slower to charge. But all these vehicles are coming with ultra-fast charging, which will give them up to 350 kilowatts of charging speeds. I don't have the battery size on this these vehicles, but I'm guessing they're somewhere around the 110 to 120 kilowatt size. So, you know, if you're able to pull, let's say, even 200, you should be able to fill this up from 10 to 80 percent, like I said, in about 20 minutes. Okay, when you call 2022, Kenneth, when you call it the year of the EV, I mean, obviously, this is a fantastic uh, news for General Motors and for EVs in particular, this new Silverado selling out in 12 minutes. But uh, what gives you, uh, I guess, the the confidence that uh, this is going to be kind of really the breakthrough year when it comes to EVs? Well, I think it's the number of options and availability to the consumers that's going to hit the marketplace this year. We may not see, you know, a, a record. Not, well, we will see an increase in deliveries, but whether it'll be truly, you know, doubling or triple will remain to be seen because of the, you know, chip shortages and all the raw, raw materials and the logistics challenges that are affecting all the industries. But the demand is there. And, you know, I, I did a show just last week where I looked at, and there's about 35 new models that are coming just to the North American market this year. And these are all electric models, never mind plug-in hybrids as well, which add to the mix. So to me, that means that we're getting a lot more choice for consumers that can now say, well, maybe, you know, now I can get, I can order a pickup truck or I can order a midsize vehicle. There's much more selection for them to choose from in order to fill their needs. What would you say to somebody that's listening to us right now, Kenneth, and thinking, okay, yes, we're maybe at the cusp of a breakthrough when it comes to EVs, but I'm going to hold off another few years because this is just sort of the the start and that uh, maybe, you know, two, three years from now, these are going to be really uh, refined. Do you think that that is the case? Or uh, I know with a Tesla, I mean, you plug your car in and it's like your phone, you can get a software update. Is that the way, uh, you know, EVs are going to operate that, uh, yes, you can buy a 2022 model, but you don't really have any sort of fear that it's uh, out of date, say, in three or four years? Yeah, it's absolutely correct. Most of the major OEMs now are going that route. They realize the importance for offering things like over-the-air updates. Uh, What I hear in, in watching CES and other announcements and talking to the OEMs is that they want to enhance the customer experience. They want to enhance that connected customer experience after sales. And one of the strong ways to do that is through things like offering over-the-air updates so that your vehicle will get better with age, as I said before, like you and I, where it'll have more features, more enhancements without having to go into the shop or, or, or get anything done to it or buy a new vehicle to get these type of features. 
that is kind of becoming the standard now for electric vehicles. And for people who are considering an EV and are thinking of waiting, it's almost like the computer saga where, well, maybe I'll wait next year and get my laptop because it'll be double the, you know, the RAM and double the CPU power. But eventually you've got to take a stand. You've got to buy something that meets your needs and your use case. And I would say that this year there's going to be a great selection of existing and new products coming down the pipe to choose from that will meet a much larger uh a swath of demand than there was before. Just finally, I have one listener wondering, a $105,000 EV pickup truck sells out in 12 minutes. Did they have more than five to sell, Kenneth? <laughs> well, I, I, I hope so. You know, I did reach out to GM this morning as well, and they wouldn't comment on the number. But, you know, doing the math, I mean, you know, if, if they sold 600,000 pickup trucks North America in that particular model last year in Canada and the U.S., and even if they electrify 20% of that for, for the next couple of years, you know, that's a big number. Take take uh, maybe 20% of that uh, as the high-end trim, and you're still looking at twenty to 30,000 minimum. So I'm think, thinking that these are tens of thousands of units that they've already uh, pre-registered for sale because, you know, they have to spool up production lines. They have their parts, all the logistics, all those challenges they have to meet. They're not going to do it for a few hundred, and companies like GM, you know, will go big. Look at Ford with their 150. They were going to only do about sixty or seventy or 80,000, now they've doubled it to 140, 160,000 for this year in production because they realize the demand is there. All right, some mind blowing numbers to be sure. Kenneth, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy your weekend, my friend. Thank you. You too. Take care. Okay, Kenneth Bocour, host of the EV Revolution Show on YouTube. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.